Welcome to Gain That Tune. everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got jesse moore say hey hey and then uh back from suspension after uh his you know doping scandal by the uh, international game that tune board uh you know looking mighty white with his fancy bleached skin he's really living that chicago cubs lifestyle it's david fleming how's it going man I just want to say that Game That Tune has been very, very good to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to have you back. Uh, our yeah, long glad- national nightmare with that other David is over. Um, <laughs> oh, thank Christ. I'm glad that the IGTT... <laughs> I was just going to say, was like, would, that be, would that be abbreviated IGB or IGTTB? <laughs> Always GTT, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, uh, what we're going to do here is listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. Going to try and guess the games based on the songs, a little bit of trivia, goof off, have a lot of fun, uh, talk a bunch of mess, and uh, winner at the end of the night gets to pick the theme for the next episode and play a bonus tune. Uh, David's replacement last week, who I returned with receipt for a full refund, David Wyland, won uh, the show last week, and he, uh, he kind of threw us for a loop. You know, he didn't clear anything that he did on the show with us, uh, so he picked a theme that none of us were prepared to accept. So apologies to anybody that listened to last week's show and might think we're going to talk survival horror games. We're not. Uh, it's, it's not a thing that we do. So uh, we, you know, groups. Uh, we kind of did some group thinking and just kind of crowdsourced a theme, and it's the week of E3. And, uh, you know, in the spirit of E3, since everybody's, uh, except Microsoft, announcing just tons and tons of exclusive games, we're talking console-exclusive games. Games that you can only play on one system. Um, and then we all, we eventually, I think, settled on, you know, it doesn't matter if it eventually got re-released on a virtual console or something, so... Games that were at some point a console-exclusive, it's, it's essentially a free play tonight, folks, but, you know, some of us... <laughs> You know, we, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It, you know, there should be some fun games. Maybe, uh, maybe some games that, you know, were lost to time and never got a, never saw a re-release. Or maybe games that came out recently that, uh, you know, just haven't gotten their re-release yet. It's the video game industry. Of course they're going to re-release things. But, uh, Johnny, should we, uh, should we just jump right in? Yeah. Game one.
All right. So critical reception of this game was generally positive. In particular, Mega praised the tactical opportunities offered by different weaponry and the need to manage the supporting vehicle in the game. Um, the unique dual action of flying and riding a motorcycle gives this game a step up over other shooters. guys need another piece of trivia sure i don't actually have one i'm just asking if you need another piece of trivia johnny you're the worst (laughs) wait i might have messed this up somebody in the chat is throwing me off who john (laughs) (laughs) it's not (laughs) skitchen sure it's not Well, let's see some answers. Okay, we've got... David says Super Hang On, which is incorrect. Jesse says Rolling Thunder, which is incorrect. And John says Professor Frank's Flying Motorcycle Game. Sadly incorrect. This is Ranger X for Sega Genesis. Oh, shit! And that game's awesome, Genesis. too. Yeah. Hmm. So who here has played Ranger X? I have. Clearly, all of us. Is that the Aerosmith game? Yes. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Ranger <it> X. <laughs> it's a mech game. It's a 2D side-scrolling shoot-em-up where you're a dude in a mech suit. Uh, and you also have a couple of supporting vehicles that appear throughout the game, one of which is a cybercycle. That, um, I forgot about that. And it's... It's a pretty awesome game. I It's got a pretty unique control scheme. Um, you have one button to shoot left and another button to shoot right. So you have to like actually think... like It's kind of neat because you could fly backwards while shooting forwards. You know what I mean? But like you have to think about... Like, oh wait, I have to hit this button to turn around. I can't just hit left on my joypad like every other game on the planet. <laughs> hmm. So you have this motorcycle that you can... In, in some levels, you have this motorcycle that you can hop on and ride on top of. And you can also climb inside of it. Uh, and the motorcycle has its own separate health gauge, so it's very useful for boss fights. You can get in there if your health is getting low and just like hang out inside the cycle and have so wait, use is, it as a shield. Is the motorcycle like a character? Kinda, like it's a robot, and you can actually um, control it separately from you. Like you can hop on it All right, and let it kind of act like tails and have it do just do its thing. Now or we're talking. <laughs> 
Or if you have a six button pad, I think it's the X and Z buttons let you actually make it move left and right on its own. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, I love a game with a buddy, especially when that buddy is some sort of sentient motorcycle. That's <laughs> fantastic. Does, you know, yeah. Does it talk? No, this game though, it, it feels like they had all these ideas and they didn't cut anything. <laughs> like, Love it. <laughs> so you have all kinds of different weapon power-ups you can get throughout the game. You know, you've got like your standard, you know, pew 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 blaster. You've got like a laser beam thing. You have a flamethrower theme. You have bombs you can get. Um, and it's it's kind of uh, treasure-esque in the sense that there's just just tons of shit. Never never stops. Just non-stop shit. Right and and um, it's it's pretty hard. I I like I played it for a little bit and like it takes a while to get used to those controls. But once you do, it's it's just fucking sweet. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It looks really fucking sweet. It's got you know, yeah. cool backgrounds and you know fun uh, fun shooting stuff. Giant robots. Yeah. You know they, giant they pulled off looks- some pretty cool graphical tricks. Um, so like there's one stage where as you're going through there's kind of like a 3D tunnel behind you like and you know as you watch you're like how do they do that on the Sega Genesis like that's that's fucking impressive. Are you talking like a 3D tunnel like like Roadrunner would paint on the side of a cliff for Wiley e. Coyote and then run through it himself that kind of 3D tunnel? No, <laughs> like you're running down a hallway and you pass by you pass a tunnel and it has a 3D effect as you go by like you're looking down the tunnel. Oh, okay. yeah. Perspective change. It's cool. Yes. Very cool, John. Ugh, this is fascinating. <laughs> and then it's I'm, got. I'm fucking, all... I'm fucking with you a little bit, but the game does look really nice, so I'm sure. Hey, actually, I just scrolled on Google Images and I think I see the tunnel you're talking about. Like, oh, yeah, that does look nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. That seems and super that... cool. I mean, so just, you know, crazy. Is, I mean, is it like bullet hell kind of, you know, shoot em up? Is there just too much going on? There's not too much going on, and you have a life meter and everything, right? It's not like most That's other shoot 'em ups where one hit and you're done. Word. That's actually yeah. a huge difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you have, a, in addition to a life meter, you have a couple other meters you have to keep an eye on. Like, you have an energy meter for your special weapons, mm. and you have, like, an engine heat meter for while you're flying. Uh, you can oh. overheat and have to come back down. Yeah. So it's it's like a fucking scrolling shoot 'em up excite bike. Yeah. With tails. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And knuckles. You, I wish Excite Bike, you know, you were one character and your motorcycle was another character and it was a uh, two player So wait, if you're playing can you play two players? Can you play like one guy as the uh, as the guy and another guy as the motorcycle? No, because the thing is that the motorcycle's not actually on every level. Like there's another level where you just have a ship flying above you that provides like cover fire. I am so, like, so disappointed. <laughs> one of the most profound bummers in the history of game that tune. Yeah. <laughs> you can't play as the motorcycle, John. What the fuck is this game? <laughs> so it's basically a excite bike with RC. Yes. <laughs> you know, God, this is begging for a Transformers license on it. You know why it's Ranger X? I'm just not sure. You know, um. Yeah, it, it looks it looks really fucking cool though. <laughs> you know, yeah, Johnny, with your Sega knowledge of just endless good-looking scrolling shooter games that I have no idea about. And the music's pretty good too. Like for me, this week is between this and Road Rash Three, but Ooh. then I realized the music Road Rash Three kind of blows. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's really not that good. Huh? I mean, I guess you know, I don't know who uh, who composed Road Rash Three if it was still Rob Hubbard. 
because that guy could make uh, make that Sega chip sing. But uh, I can see how it could just kind of get a little bit like too farty and just you know kind of lose its way. Plus, I forgot how Sega Road Rash go. 3 has a frame rate of like 10 frames a second. Like it doesn't look as good as I remember it looking. What? Where An is old this game? <laughs> where Where is this game? Is fucking like sweet. <laughs> like. Yeah. There are times where it's like, you know, it like this the Genesis can only show 64 colors at a time. And um, there are times I'm like, there's no... Like, I, they they did something to break that limit somehow. I just know it. Like, <laughs> Did they, John? I'm sure you did the research. I did the research. They didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, of course not. How absurd. <laughs> you literally can't do that. Um, hmm. Cool. It's, uh, yeah, cool-looking game. I, uh... And so this has never seen a re-release like this, uh, you know. No. Yeah, at, it, only... was, it wasn't made by, like, it was published by Sega, like almost all things, but it wasn't developed by Sega, so where is this? What, you know, where is Ranger X these days? Yeah, why is this not re-released on anything? Because it's a great game. Yeah. But, it is? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it was only on the Genesis John, the theme was know, exclusive, no, so I went, I went true to form. This is there's true no exclusive. one else to answer for this, so you have to be the one to answer for it. So I'm going to need <laughs> you to defend never having a re-release of Ranger X to the world at large. Um, it was perfect just the way it was. <laughs> so. Bingo. It was so of its time, there was never a need to, uh, you know... To re-release it. What was the thing George Bush said in that episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> like, having accomplished all I wanted to in my first term, there was no need for a second. That's this <laughs> game. <laughs> accomplished everything it set out to in 1993. Never needed to come back ever again. So, you know, Ranger X, basically George Bush. Um, <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah. Now that would be a different game if, uh, if like this robot, you know, killing guy revealed himself to be former President George Bush. That would have been pretty '90s, man. Oh man! Isn't there a mech game where you're the president that's coming over to the United States now? Oh uh, yeah, hope so. Um, oh, Metal Wolf something. Yeah. Are you play as the president in those? Yeah, you play as yeah. the president, but you're piloting a mech fighting aliens. Tight. Uh, yeah. I look forward to that greatly, because that's the kind of absurdity that I'm craving, baby. Um, but anyway, uh, Ranger X looks dope. Good soundtrack. Good uh, good Genesis tunes. Uh, anything else, Johnny? No, I think that's about it. Fuck yeah, man. X gonna Game give it to you. Two. How did I not say that?
So, as of the date of this recording, which uh, for those listening in podcast form, we are recording on June 13th, 2018. This game is 10 years and one day old. have to have answers ready after that oh yeah i had a pretty good guess after the beginning oh yeah it's a hat trick baby everybody said metal gear solid 4 or would that be a box trick yeah Let's move on. Game three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's Metal Gear Solid 4, colon, Guns of the Patriots, uh, released exclusively on the PlayStation 3, and apparently 
Uh, I have no information to back this up, but apparently, like, there's no way this ever gets ported forward to another system. Apparently, it's, like, inextricably tied to the PlayStation 3 hardware somehow. And, huh. uh, hmm. that's fine by me, baby. This game was great to play once. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, let's see. Uh, Jesse, did you, uh, did you play Metal Gear Solid 4? Oh, hell yeah. Fucking right, man. Did you like it? Love it? I, I sometimes... I feel like it could be my favorite Metal Gear Solid. Yep. But I don't know. Three is hard to beat. But that is true. Four has my favorite boss fight. Ooh. So go do tell. The the final boss, like how it, basically there's like the the four different phases. Yes. And each phase is a different uh, boss fight from the other Metal Gears. Yep. You know, and it's, that, oh, I love that throwback. That's the thing, man. This game is just the greatest fan service to people that uh, liked the Metal Gear Solid series. Like, it's, you know, I don't know if it works really these days as, like, a standalone game. Because, I mean, it's got all the Metal Gear Solid problems cranked up to, like, fucking 11. It's got all the cutscenes. I think, like, you know, the, the game's split into six different acts. And, like, the last two acts are just cutscenes. Like, um, but, you know, man, it's just, it's bringing everything together from the series in such a fucking amazing way that, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's just, it's fantastic, like, ultra fan service. I'm trying to think of, like, another way that, like, it would be comparable. Like, another, like, ridiculous comparison to make. Like, if, you know, if Super Mario Odyssey had a boss fight where, like, you fought Bowser, and he fought you like he did in Super Mario Bros. 1, and then like he did in Super Mario Bros. 3, and then he jumped in the clown car from Super Mario World, and then, you know, like, I don't know, I'm trying to, you know, Super Mario Odyssey was fan service yeah. as hell. <laughs> it's, it's actually not a bad comparison to make. But, uh, yeah, man, Metal Gear Solid 4 was something really special. And it seemed to, like, tie up so many, like, loose ends, and, yes. like, you find out, like, more about the dude that keeps shitting himself and stuff. Like, I love did that. Did you ever even, like, think that that was going to be a thing? That they'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know the guy that's always shitting himself in these Metal Gear games? Mm -hmm. That's, like, an actual legit person, and you're going to care about him. Yeah, there you exactly. go. <laughs> he gets married at the end of the game. <laughs> like... You know, fucking Johnny shits himself gets uh, married at the end of Metal Gear Solid 4. It's fantastic. Um, and yeah, you know, I love that they bothered. It's like, why is that guy always around and shitting himself? <laughs> uh, you know, nanomachines. Everybody has nanomachines. Except him. That's why he shits himself. Everybody else, their bowels are fantastic and full of nanomachines. But he poops too much. And then he, you know, he gets knocked out into that you know really uh, compromised position. <laughs> Up until this very last bit, I wasn't sure if by shitting himself you meant like literally shitting himself or if oh, just no. he fucks up. And then he no, went literally, about battles like, and poop. poop. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> this clears the, up. You know, there is a character throughout the Metal Gear Solid series who has a very overactive bowel, uh, bowels. And uh, I mean, like, there's literally a part in this one where he's like, you're hanging, you're hanging with his, uh, like, patrol team, and you have to defend the bathroom while he takes a shit. <laughs> like, you're trying to like escape a building, and he's like, I just need a minute. And he like goes in there, and you have to like hold down the fort while all these crazy things are attacking, and he's just in there like shitting himself. It's, it's so uh, good. God, pretty fucking amazing, man. People are freaking out over that E3 Kojima trailer with the weird baby thing, but like, mm -hmm. 
What you're describing sounds to me equally as weird. <laughs> Kojima, well, that's man. Why, yeah, well, dude. That's why when that trailer came out, it's like, what is this? Oh, it's a Kojima game. That's why. Yeah, that explains so much. <laughs> like, uh, weird for the sake of weird? Shitting yourself for the sh sake of shitting yourself? It's Kojima, baby. <laughs> like, it's art. Um, but he finds a way to make it make sense with the nanomachine stuff, yeah, you I know? Yeah. Does it uh, make sense? Yeah, sure. I mean, all every other soldier in the world is like a super soldier at that point who never has to shit themselves. But the nano machines just make him shit himself. Like well, he has a bad reaction to it. I thought it, I thought he just didn't have them. And so they like I can't remember if he had an adverse reaction to the nano machines or if he doesn't have them and that's why he has to shit himself. <laughs> like he gets nervous in battle and then has to take a shit. Because <laughs> like, I thought like he was actually a pretty good, you know, soldier. It's just is. sometimes he has bowel problems. Yeah, you and know? eventually, like, you know, he takes off his mask and all that stuff and he's getting married and he's a handsome motherfucker too. Like, you know, this this guy that you think's just this total fuck up. No, man, he's uh, he's dashing doesn't, and he's like one of the heroes of the game. And you know, Doesn't he, he have to, to poop, poop at the much. wedding? Say what? Does he have to poop at the wedding? I don't remember. It's been too long since I played this. So <laughs> I, I feel like there's a lot of steps between nano machines that make you never have to poop, which I have a lot of questions about that. Yeah. One. Two. You know, where is that Patreon? Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> two. Two. Where does the poop go? <laughs> like, yeah. well, nano machines. Kind of, they're nano machines in your blood, so they'd like get into your digestive tract and break down the food somehow. Maybe I, then they use that as fuel for themselves. I, Duh. I think that you still poop at some point. You know, but it's then, just it, you don't poop at inconvenient moments. Like you know, you're not walking home from school after seventh grade, and like you can't quite make it to the house, and you shit, and it runs down your leg. That doesn't How happen. Did you find that's an oddly that. specific <laughs> example, John. <laughs> yeah. uh, was that? Did I just reference? I fucking all of hated us? that day. <laughs> I was so fucking close too, and it <sighs> just. Oh. I love so, that. You know, there's so much to talk about Metal Gear Solid Four, and we have keyed right in. On the, well, because like, see, I didn't get to. I, I didn't get to finish my train of thought. Like the other end of the spectrum here, <laughs> is having to shit yourself all the time, and I feel like there's a lot of between points. That, like, I feel like the nano machines really aren't the cause of him shitting himself all the time or the lack of nano machines. Like, because, like, if you didn't, I don't have nano machines and I poop at regular intervals <laughs> without right. any problems. But, you know. But has anyone ever put them inside you to begin with and yeah. have you had an adverse reaction to them? Mm -hmm. Not that I know of. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he had, maybe it's just like allergies, but instead of hives, he shits himself. That's true. Or, yeah. Johnny, have you ever been in war? You know, never changed and you know, felt the overwhelming urge to shit yourself because I think that might be what it's about. No, I do know that like marathon runners shit themselves pretty often, so like maybe yeah. you know, maybe it's more common right. than I give it credit for, right? And that's yeah. pretty harrowing as it is. You ever live streamed a video game for over 24 hours, John? <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta shit yourself. Um, God. But yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 is fantastic. Uh, the bosses are fucking ridiculous. Um, you know, it's all... its I mean, it's Kojima as hell. It's like women in robot suits that all had PTSD and they had to turn into war machines to deal with it. And their names are references to the first Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid 3. 
you know, I feel like also Kojima's the master of, like, fucking with the fans. Like, okay, you know, I thought I was done with fucking Metal Gear Solid 3 and, t- you know, turning the reins over to somebody else. You pulled me back in. You know what you get? You get Snake, but he's old. You know, like, <laughs> you don't get to play a super badass Snake. He throws his back out and fucking, you know, has a, has a bunch of problems and shit. How about that? And also, you know, double reverse. Guess who's back? It's Raiden, baby. And guess what? He's a bad motherfucker now. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, he uh, fucking Kojima's like the master of the fucking just like fuck you to the fans, while also making a really fantastic game. <laughs> like, you, know, I you do think distinctly... you know what you want? Fuck all of you. Say, <laughs> so I do distinctly remember watching the first trailer for this game. That was like the 15 minute trailer, because somebody's like, "Oh, you gotta see, you gotta see." It's like, all right. Yeah. And there's the scene where there's the gecko like walking through the city, and it looks down and sees the cardboard box. Like, oh, he's high. I okay, that's cute. And then it stomps on the box and squishes it, and red just goes everywhere. It's like, oh, God. And then it keeps walking, and you see Snake in the Octoflosh, and it was just a box of melons randomly that he set out front. I love it. (laughs) That's good shit, man. And, yeah, the Octo camo was, uh, was a nice touch. Like, you know, that way they didn't have to design everything to have a hiding place. It's like, all right, you can kind of just lay on the ground and maybe somebody won't notice you. It's not really important. The important thing is to get to the next cutscene. Just keep on <laughs> playing. <laughs> you know, find that next cutscene, baby. Um, but yeah, and it's, you know, it's just, it was a fucking, uh, you know, it was a really awesome game. It, you know, it... It's an unwieldy task to try to wrap up, like, the series at that point. And it did a pretty good job of it. Like, <laughs> it's, uh... There was too much going on. There was never going to be a satisfying answer of who are the Patriots. You know, like, some of these things weren't really going to work. But, you know, they, they tried their best. And, uh, for the most part, it fucking worked. And, um... God, I'm, I'm trying to think of... I feel like I had something else to say about it, but... Oh, it, and it's got some of the, like, uh, again, with the fan service, you know, parts of this game are the most badass thing. Like, the last boss fight, Jesse, you're right, is badass and almost, you know, is worth just watching if you have any cursory knowledge of the Metal Gear series and you don't feel like playing this on PlayStation 3. It's worth just pulling that video up because, you know, it hit, it hit me right in the feels, too. Uh, but what also hits you in the feels is when they have to go back to a certain location from a previous game in the series, and you get to explore a, you know, a pretty famous, uh, area, and it's all fucking, you know, desolate and fucked yeah. up. Like, I'm telling, you know, uh, spoilers for a ten-year-old game, you know, you get to go to, uh, Shadow Moses Island and, uh, explore around there, and, uh... You know, it's kind of crazy seeing, like, something you previously played on PlayStation, or on, in my case, on the GameCube, rendered in, like, this nice-looking HD. And, you know, it's just like, oh, man, this place, it's all the same stuff, but it's all fucked up and nobody's here. Oh, this really, uh, really takes you back. And then, of course, people are there, and you get to have, like, some of those badass moments of the entire series. You know, I think that's the place where you have an actual Metal Gear fight. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And it's the place where Raiden uh, gets his revenge on Vamp. Uh, <laughs> it's so. It's, the game is so good. It's so fan servicey and fucking absurd. Like, I'm just so glad that it came out and that there was never another Metal Gear Solid game after it. It was such a perfect ending to the series that they never needed to release another Metal Gear Solid game ever. Uh, Next game. Uh, <laughs> it was perfect. And they never needed to release another Metal Gear Solid game, ever. Game 3.
Friendly reminder that we are not including re-releases or virtual console type services. It is possible to kill the final boss of this game before the final boss battle. In the penultimate boss battle, after destroying the final boss's weapon, using the screen clearing weapon will destroy will defeat the boss before they can go to their escape pod. This will however leave the player stuck on the screen forever as the game does not move on to the final level. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, color me intrigued by your forthcoming explanation. Let's see some answers. We've got Mega Man 4, Mega Man 4, and Mega Man 4. That is a mega hat trick. Well, well, well. Mega Um, Man 4. Yeah, and I am mega looking forward to your explanation. Uh, I feel like this has come out for more than one system. (laughs) Um, so, at the time, it was a console exclusive only on the NES. You could only play Mega Man games on the NES. He's right. Yeah, I feel like if it gets ported to a new console within, I don't know, two to three years of yours release, it's no longer exclusive. But if it takes like ten plus years, it counts as an exclusive. <laughs> what about, I like, knew they six, they released it in uh, on the PlayStation in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like if it's basically <laughs> just an I emulator, mean, which is mo- what it probably was, it was. Say, not they've done. released this. They've released this game since, but in like retro compilations reminding you, remember playing this on the Nintendo? Mm. Pro. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I distinctly uh. remember the point being made, like virtual console, legacy collection type situations not counting, and it was more about the original console release. Oh yeah, no, we're not actually giving you too much shit about this. It's all good, man. But, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I, you know, the PlayStation version of this, which did not come out in America, so it's not worth discussing on this show, was, yes, kind of a glorified port, but they did have a couple of graphical tweaks, and they had new music, so John, you're off the show, fuck off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I had no idea so this yeah, came anyway. out on the PlayStation. It didn't, it, it only did that in Japan, that didn't happen. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you know. that makes sense. <laughs> only then. happened in Japan. Yeah, if it happened didn't in Japan, happen. it didn't happen, baby. Uh, well, so I'm what sure there's a lot Japan. of people that want to believe that. Yeah, exactly. What's developed in Japan stays in Japan, right? Uh, no, nah, that doesn't quite work. There's a whole company built around the opposite of that idea. Um, so anyway, uh, Mega Man 4. It's the fourth Mega Man game. I liked yes, it, it as is. a kid. I have since replayed. Not a fan. And David this? sips a drink. There's no counterpoint. John, move on to game four. Was this the first one with the slide? No. No, this was the first one with the charge shot. Ooh. Yes. The buster. Which, uh, the charge shot, I, I personally love Mega Man 4. Uh, I will, however, admit that the charge shot kind of breaks the game. Because the whole point of Mega Man at that point was you get special weapons and you use your special weapons. But once you get the charge shot, you don't really need to use your special weapons as much. You which kind of becomes a problem. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, a lot of charging and a lot of that charge up noise. <laughs> I still really like this game because the special weapons that you get are still really good. You get the Ring Boomerang, which is really powerful. You get the Dive Missile, which is a Seeking Missile. You get the Rain Flush, which is the first ever screen-clearing weapon. Yep. What? <laughs> you get it from a frog. Um. No, you get it from a toad. <laughs> yeah, not, not any better. 
Uh, I was gonna say, it's which what? weapon do you like? The one you get from the toad? The one you get from the light bulb? The one you get from the fucking racist Egyptian caricature? Uh, you know, the... Ring Man? <laughs> Actually, I was glad I was going to bring up Bright Man next, cause... You know how you got the Flash Stopper in Mega Man 2 and it just froze everything and you couldn't do anything? Well, mm -hmm. the version in this game, it freezes stuff, but you can still move around and shoot. So it's actually yes. a better weapon. Yes. You know, it's almost like they recognized the problem in Mega Man 2 and corrected it. <laughs> um, well, you just used the, uh, the time stopper in that one level with the lasers. Yeah, that, that's the secret of Mega Man 2. You never use the time stopper. <laughs> use it at Quick Man stage, and then you try and charge it back up for the Quick Man fight. And then you never use it again. <laughs> oh my god, you could use it in that stage? <laughs> I always just hold ass and hope for the best. No, you didn't, John. Come on. <laughs> no, I really, like, I never use it in stage. I only use it at the boss. You never thought, when you're playing Mega no. Man 2, and the stage is Quick Man, and there's, like, screen-filling, you know, Mega Man-destroying lasers, to maybe use a time-stopping device. I honestly never thought of that. Like, oh my god, that would have been so much, made it so much easier. Yes. It so did. I, just, I just ran and barely made it every time. I'm really good at it. I can get through it no problem now. Mm. Mm. Man. <laughs> I got nothing for this. Ugh, That's good. Oh. I'll just keep talking about Mega Man 4. Um, yeah, go for it. Because one of the things that I loved about this game is how it, it changed stuff and it shook things up. I mean, apart from the chargeable... Buster, uh, this is the game that introduced Dr. Kosak, which was a new villain. You're not facing Wily, and it's not like some weird fake out where the guy looks like Wily. He's a brand new character, and you get through a whole other castle, and it's at the very end when his daughter shows up and says, Hey, it's not my dad's fault. Don't shoot him. Dr. Wily's a dick. And then Dr. Wily appears and says, Haha, it was me all along, and you go through a whole other castle. Right. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, I'm like, it, am I misremembering it or is David misremembering it? Like, Doctor Wily's totally in this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but yeah, no. but I mean, like in, in Mega Man Three, <laughs> like in Mega Man Three, you get to Wily's castle. Like at the end, everything you've got a brand new castle. And I remember the castle bosses were really interesting and unique because there was one where you get the the Pharaoh Man weapon where you charge up, like, the giant ball over your head, and it's basically, mm, like, two bomb. robot spiders that, like, walk around the stage, so you have to charge it up and get them to run into it to damage them. I thought that yes. was kind of cool. One of the castle stages, it's populated entirely by Mets. That's the only enemy you fight, and then the boss is a giant Met at the end. Right. And then there's a boss where it's kind of hard to explain, but it's basically like a giant square, and the top and bottom keep appearing and disappearing, like sliding across the screen. So you have to slide under or jump over and avoid it. And then eventually you have to jump into it when it completes and then attack the center of it because that's the only time that it's vulnerable, which was mm. a really cool idea. And again, this was like the fourth game and they're still coming up with really interesting shit to fight. Yeah. They also came up with Dustman, uh, Drillman, um, trying to think of the other guys. Skull Man. Uh, <laughs> so these three, these three just named sound like good drug dealer names. Oh, you know, I've got a good Dust Man. You know, rest <laughs> assured, buddy. <laughs> you know, you gotta have a good Dust Man. 
Um, I mean, I am going to take this moment to uh, shout out to Pat in the chat, who brings up a very good point. Toad is greater than Tunyon. Uh, yeah, but that's a completely different series, man. And, you know, plus, (laughs) Mega Man, you know, Mega Man X7, everything was off by then, like, you know... (laughs) I, I'm not a huge fan of Mega Man 7 either, but I think all of its bosses surpass fucking Toad Man. Um, I like the I Robot Masters. I mean, none of them are, like, <laughs> super great, but they're just kind of... They they get to that point where they're just goofy enough that they're not completely ridiculous. Oh, yeah? Toad Man's I mean, a giant yeah. light bulb. How do, you, how do you not love that? Because he's easy to break! I mean, yeah, you, know. you just give him a, a little power surge. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> well, you know, a real fragile, uh, you know, real fragile fucking light bulb based uh, boss. It's not that intimidating. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. Like, it, I don't know. I, I like, I like the Mega Man Three bosses better. I like the Mega Man Five bosses better. To some extent, I like, you know, like the Mega Man Six bosses better. Like, no, 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 John. That no. Tomahawk Man, Come baby. <laughs> Tom- uh-uh. Okay, Tomahawk Man, I'll give you, but. Um, God, is it? It's not Yamato Snowman. Yamato no, Man's awesome. Who's the ice boss that's basically a giant skiing snowball? Or motherfucking Centaur Man? Half man, half Centaur robot, man. half horse? Centaur Man, man that's awesome. You're gonna okay, get no. mad at Centaur Man? <laughs> How does Centaur Man make any more sense than Toad Man? Have you He's ever a centaur. This, have you ever yeah. played this game called Mortal Kombat 3 where you fight right. a centaur at the end? Exactly. Motaro man? Like, I'm in. <laughs> By the way, I'm pro-toad man as well, so... Okay. Thank uh, you. You're a proto-man? You broke up there for a second. Yeah, that's it. Put up, put up, put up, up. I did it myself. Um... Uh, no, I don't know, man. Yeah. Somehow, I've just soured on 4 over the years. I had it when I was a kid. I played the fuck out of it, but, I, you know, I just don't know. <laughs> like, the, you know... Bosses don't do it for me in adulthood the way that you know the other games do. Something, uh, something wrong with me, I guess. You know, but I just I don't know what it because I mean it's like I said it's not a perfect game. It's not my favorite Mega Man game, but it's one that I really like and I keep going back to it. Like, oh maybe I should put. No, you know what? I'm gonna play four. I just I have <laughs> a lot of fun with this game. Yep. I mean that's that's the beauty of the Mega Man games. They're uh, they're a lot of fun once you're an adult and you know the boss order and uh, you know you know how to beat the games. As a kid, there were occasionally times when these games stopped being fun. <laughs> so uh, you know, yeah, man, I'm not gonna give you too much grief about it. it. You know, there's good and bad in every Mega Man game, especially starting at Mega Man Four. <laughs> like four onward, there's good and bad in all of them. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I mean. This is definitely a turning point, but I'll still defend for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, uh, anything else? Uh, anything else on four before we move on? Good night for games starting with M and ending with four so far. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just you know, straight off. Ranger X four. I'm just saying, you know. We've played, you know, two out of three games we've played so far have been M4 games. So, you know, we might be building towards next week's theme and using up all the games. So just uh, be aware of that. Um, Isn't M4 is, like a studio or something that makes games? You know, that's also a possible theme. 
So, we did uh, E3 Johnny, this week. M4 is next week. Tune in afterward when it's G7. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> political bingo games. Bingo themes. <laughs> uh, so, Johnny, let's move on to game four. Game four.
So this is our fan request for the evening. Um, originally, the main character of this game was supposed to collect bags of money instead of the coins in the final game. When collected, the bills would flutter in like butterflies. However, this idea was scrapped due to localization problems that every country does not use green money. Johnny's should we bad. wait for? <laughs> just say, should we wait for Johnny's beer run to be over? Or? Oh, he's who the fuck knows on that guy. I guess we wait. I just say I do have an extra piece of trivia if either one of you would like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, give it without giving okay. it to John. Uh, in an early oh, version shit. of this game, the main character's cane was able to transform into different gadgets that they would use. There we go. I've never not made it back before the song ends before, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, way to go, John. You really fucked up the flow of the show. Ugh. Ugh. How absurd for you. So, let's see. Uh, Jesse oh, says DuckTales 2, which is incorrect. John Regan <laughs> says a drawing of a penis, which is incorrect. And John Harrington says Sly Cooper, which is correct. Specifically, uh, this is Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus, the first game in the series for the PlayStation 2 exclusively. Yes. Yeah, PlayStation, and then later released on the PS3 in the Sly Collection, and I, I think it might also be on Vita, but we're really not sticking to this theme very well. It's fine. Um, <laughs> man, yeah, fucking Sly Cooper games are fun. Uh, I have not played enough of these. Uh, David, did you play uh, play the original Sly Cooper? No, see, this is one of those games where um, I was I had my GameCube, and I loved my GameCube, and I didn't give a fuck about anything else. But then I saw ads for the Sly Cooper games, like, yeah, but that looks fun. Yeah. I, I want to play this. Like, it was. It's a cell-shaded stealth platformer. 
it seemed like it was awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it was something uh, something really fun and special. Um, you know, you just snuck around and committed robberies. I don't know, like you know, the game was charming as shit. It was like you know, it was like playing a fun Saturday morning cartoon, and uh, you know, PlayStation Two was good for a couple of things like that. That and like Ratchet and Clank and. Uh, feel like I should have a third example, but I Jack don't. Jack and Daxter. There you go. Thank you, Jack and Daxter. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, Sly games were fucking cool. And, uh, yeah, that's all I really have to say about it. I, yeah, I played uh, played some of the Sly uh, HD collection on PS3. And, uh, like all things that I buy in an HD collection, got distracted by something else. And just never <laughs> went back and finished the game. But, uh... The studio that makes it went on to make good games. Uh, Jesse, uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you give us the Sucker Punch rundown? What else have they done? Um, they made the Infamous games. Yep. And I think they're making that new Samurai game that was at E3. They are. I'd love it that it's the week of E3, because instead of talking about Sly Cooper, which is great and we all know it, let's talk about Ghosts of Tsushima. It was a great week for you know Samurai games with cool new trailers. And uh, that one looked dope. John, do you remember Ghost of Tsushima? Tell us your favorite part. Oh, probably all the... Was that the one with all the Canadian maple leaves all over the place? It was. It was the one with all yep. the red. That was the one. <laughs> he got it right, folks. Uh. So, yeah, Sly Cooper. Yeah, it's, they've, so say, the studio's come a long way from Sly a, Cooper. <laughs> it's like, I actually had a, a point to bring up about Sly Cooper. It's like, let's talk about another game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Infamous. <laughs> Those are fun no. too, though. No, there was something that I thought was cool. Was uh, the composer Ashif Hakik? I believe I've got that right. Uh, actually, wrote the music based on like the artwork for the game, and mm. the the music engine is interactive. So as you go through the level, the music changes. Love so it. like every track has two or three different versions depending on like if you're in stealth mode or if you're engaging in an enemy it adds different instruments which I thought was really cool yeah I like it yeah I like that the guy took a look at the game and came up with this because uh, the music's good and it suits the suits the game you know sneaky uh, sneaky kind of game sneaky kind of music I like uh, apparently they based it on um the music from Cowboy Bebop and Henry Mancini, who wrote Baby Elephant Walk. Oh, I hear both of those throughout. You know, that's an interesting connection to make. I, you know, great. Uh, yeah, I do not hear Baby Elephant Walk in there, but what do you know, What do I know? Well, uh, I mean, it's got that kind of like retro jazzy. Yeah. No, I like a. I like a. I like a game that's jazzy. You know, that's uh, that's for sure. You know, I guess this game series is just kind of over though. Like. You know, they, uh, once Sucker Punch started making Infamous, they, they kind of went in a more serious direction. You know, let's talk about Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, you know, the super serious samurai game. No, uh, <laughs> you know, I would like to see this game, uh, this series come back, because it was, you know, PlayStation 2 was fun for those fucking, like, colorful, cel-shaded games, and I feel like Sony and, to some extent, Microsoft have gotten away from that. Even though, you know, Microsoft's E3 showing, you know, they had some colorful stuff in there and some some nice stuff. You know, it, you just need some stuff that's aimed at the kids that also appeals to the adults. That's what Sly Cooper is, you know. Um, and, yeah, I just feel like, uh, you know, game companies might be going a little bit too much towards guys like us and not towards the inner child of a guy like us. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, exactly. This, all these samurai games look cool. 
but come on, man. How about one of them, instead of a samurai, make him a raccoon? <laughs> like, is that so hard? Can, can we please, please just get some, like, talking animal games again? We yeah. need more talking animal games. We really do. You know, during Microsoft's conference, when they showed that game that basically just looks like a, you know, Zelda ripoff, but you're playing as a small fox, I was like, yeah, okay, I want this. I'm going to buy an Xbox One right the fuck now. I need this Fox Zelda game. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, right? You know, the hype, you know, the hype wore off. Uh, but, you know, the point stands. <laughs> like, you know, charming animal games, <laughs> they, uh, they sell to guys like me. So, yeah, get back to that. Seriously, even if you're just going to make, like, Battlefield 6, just make it all raccoons. Like, oh my god, yes. Seriously, just start putting animals into you know more serious games. You know, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, nothing but raccoons. <laughs> like, <laughs> in fact, don't even Can make we please it, get, yeah, no animals, just all raccoons. <laughs> Can we please just get like the new Gears of War, but they're all koalas? They, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's better than the other new Gears of War idea they came out with this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the fucking Funko one? Yeah. Funko Pop Gears of War? No, no thank you. Fuzzy Wuzzy Koala Gears of War. Yes, please. <laughs> Bears of War. <laughs> oh, dude, Noozles of War would be just fantastic. Um, yeah, man, you know, cool cel-shaded animal games are, uh, you know, there's just not enough of them these days. So let's get back to that. Johnny, would you reach out to Sucker Punch and see how they're doing on Ghosts of Tsushima? And uh, ask him if it's too late in the game to maybe add in a couple of extra raccoons. Uh, yeah, I'll write them an email right now. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, great request. Who's the uh, who's the requester on this one, David? Yeah, I was going to shout out. Um, this is one that's been in the queue for a while from Elsie Fox. Yes. Uh, he emailed his request. He or she, I guess, emailed their uh, request to gamethattune at gmail.com, and that's what you should do, too. So uh, make a request, and eventually we'll add it to the show. So uh, thanks, Fox, for the request, and uh, thank you, Raccoons, for Charming Games. And, uh, Johnny, I think we just keep it going, man. What do you got? Game 5.
Sorry, this is getting wrapped up in our wacky conversation. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> all right, so um, like the original uh, or the first game, this one was originally planned to be released for the PlayStation, but it was released on the PlayStation 2, and uh, KG Inafune saw that this game was a way to include many things that he wanted in the first game, but he couldn't. you guys feeling pretty good feeling kind of good awesome come on come on all right let's see we got let's see johnny says onimusha 2 uh david says onimusha 2 and uh john says one of the onimushas so, yes, a hat trick. <laughs> hat trick by technicality. Old school hat trick. I decided to go retro. You sure did. Thanks for that uh, ear, ear shock there, Johnny. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, the, the um, theme this week was samurai games because of all the samurai games at E3. He's right. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's a good, uh, you know, good thing to pick, man. Fucking, but yeah, this was you know. exclusive to the PlayStation 2. 
Um, it did get a re-release in a collection, but the collection was for PlayStation 2, so it, um, as far as I know, has not been released on anything else. So this Word. is uh, system exclusive, for sure. Sweet. Um, you ready for a sad uh, never played Onimushi confession? Oh, I just spoiled it. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, but I, this is a series I wish Capcom would consider revisiting. Because you know, I thought these games were great. I played the the I played three of them, and um, I even rented the fighting game one. That was weird. It was like Onimusha character Smash Brothers. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> uh, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you unlock like Mega Man in that game? I think there was some like. I seem to remember there was some like, there was some like samurai fighting game, and you could get, and it wasn't. Mega Man. It was like Battle Network Mega Man for yeah, some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and he had the Z saber thing. Super obscure. Well, not at the time. That was the that was the Mega Man they were going with. In the yeah, early pretty 2000s. much. <laughs> well, true. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're really trying to push uh, Battle Network Mega Man on people. <laughs> um, yeah, man. You know, uh, also fun to tie into our previous theme of survival horror. The Wikipedia entry immediately says that's uh, that. Onimusha 2 features a control scheme found in many survival horror games published by Capcom, notably Resident Evil. Uh, yeah, it was so, it was kind of Resident Evil-ish, you know, it has had kind of tank controls, which kind of suck, but whenever you were fighting, you would lock onto the characters, so like you you would, you know, slide around and move around real fast like a samurai to make yep. those, you know, clean cuts on people. So like when you were fighting, it didn't feel like tank controls, you know. Yeah. Now here's a question. If they made a survival horror game where you play as a samurai, does it really work? Because, I mean, whatever you're surviving, it seems like you'd be able to slash it up pretty good with a samurai sword. But it, I think survival horror yeah, samurai game... Yeah, still have to get close. It's not really a survival horror game, though. It's just, like... Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I'm just... I'm pitching a new game. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because once I said that, I was like... Survival horror samurai game sounds fucking amazing. Like, why I mean, it could be. Is there is there one of those? That should be a thing. And then I'm like, well, samurai sword kind of ruins like zombies. It's pretty easy. Like, I'm the one guy with the samurai sword. You're all zombies. You know, I'm taking care of business. But well, it doesn't have to uh, be zombies. You could be fighting against oni and stuff. You know. Oh, dude. You know, surviving fucking, you know, oriental demons. Yes. Uh, I'm into it. If only there was. If only there was some kind of game or game series that had, like, survival horror controls where you were playing as a samurai but fighting, like, Japanese demons. Jesse, is there anything like that? Well, there's a series uh, that Capcom made. It's called Onimusha. But, <laughs> but it's not really scary, <laughs> though. Do go on. It's, like... <sighs> I don't remember there being, like, jump scares and stuff. Like, yeah. they're more like samurai films, but with, you know... Undead creatures and demons and stuff. Right. Yeah, I know this isn't game. They were basically like action RPGs, right? Just like hack and slash. Yeah, I. RPG is such a weird term nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, you were they more you... on the action line? It or... was more like a. I'm trying to, cause like you could, you get souls when you kill things, 
and you could like level up your abilities like that. So I guess kind of you could level up your weapons and your uh, different abilities and stuff because you could get multiple weapons. And there were a handful of other characters you could play as in this one, which was pretty cool. Like, really, these games they they need to just you know HD remake them. The third one was really crazy and had this like this French actor that was in it. Um, so says, that's the one with Jean Reno. Yeah, isn't Jean it? Reno's in that one. And oh, there's like yeah. this weird like uh, time thing where like uh, ancient Japan somehow like. Uh, was getting into like France at the time, and like so, uh, Jean Reno and uh, I think it's Jubei. I think that's mm. the one in that one. But yeah, and they, they, they have to fight up. Godzilla. Uh, no, but <laughs> there are a lot of giant demons and stuff. Okay, well that's cool, I guess. Yeah, but you know if they could tie it into the best Godzilla movie, the 1998 uh, American classic Godzilla. You know, that would have been pretty cool, too. Ooh. You know, Samurai versus Godzilla starring Jean Reno. Uh, take all my money. There was a fourth one, though, that I never <laughs> got to play. Hmm. Let's say, I, I always wanted to play these games. Um, yeah, they look dope. <laughs> based, solely, based solely on playing Kaijin Nosoki in Tatsunoko versus Capcom. It's like, okay, this guy is an awesome fighting game character. If there's a whole game built around him just fighting stuff, I want that. But I never picked any of them up. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. They look really good. They're, you know, they're good-looking PlayStation games. And, I don't know, it's... Am I misremembering things? Is Capcom not like remake and collection happy these days? Like I know, put, put a collection out. Yeah, but only for, <laughs> but only for like three series. Yeah, right. like the remake in Resident Evil Two. I mean, fuck that. Give us some Onimusha. Oh yeah, PlayStation would have won a one E three with a fucking Onimusha collection announced. I would have yeah. lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah. What are those other series that Capcom keeps milking? <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> like, uh. Uh, Resident Evil, Mega Man, Street Fighter. Right, there you go. They don't yeah. have any other games. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. What about Monster Hunter? You need. Oh, and I guess Monster Hunter. Son. I'll, I'll give them that. They did put out a Monster Hunter, and it is good. But, uh, but yeah, in terms of things they're just going to keep re-releasing and fucking play into the bone, you know. They're not just gonna. They're not gonna keep going back to Monster Hunter and remastering it and fucking, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They should do that for Onimusha because these games do look good, and I want to play them without busting out my PlayStation Two. Like <laughs> that's uh, that doesn't seem like a tall order. Just bring them out. They've you know, I don't know. Like how are these not in? They've they've got to be in like the fucking like the PlayStation Shop or something. Like why are they not downloadable games? Like I don't, you know, I don't yeah, get... they should at least do that. Fuck, that'd be. Easy. Yeah, it would. Yeah, all that, easy money. All that, you know, putting games on other systems and stuff is so easy. They just have to flip a switch, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, all yeah. they have to do is just hit that little virtual console switch. You know, they ex you know export to a new thing, and it's done. It's you know, it's easy. I you know I know how to yeah. program things. Uh, Johnny, don't say anything. Right, right, right. Click export. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> done. Export to PS4. Um, add some trophy support, you know, fucking Change. just, uh, scrub just up those visuals a little bit. 
change the file type from .ps2 to .ps4, and you, it's bingo. <laughs> I think that's actually pretty yeah. much it. You know, I'm, you know, yeah, they need to do that. So, you know, Onimusha.ps4 needs to happen. Um, you know, and that Samurai Survival Horror game still needs to happen. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not walking away from that. You know, I know these games are bloody and awesome, and you get to fight demons and stuff. But I'm just saying, it's, you know, there needs to be a, needs to be a Wesker. There needs to be a scarcity of ammunition. There needs to be like a briefcase and some herbs. Um, you know, put all those things in a samurai game, and you know, you got you got me, baby. I'm in. You know, or just I guess maybe just throw a samurai into the next Resident Evil. You know, that that's a good compromise. <laughs> like Resident Evil Eight, put a samurai in it, or that Resident Evil Two remake. Okay, so the re- remake in Resident Evil Two, make one of the characters a samurai. What's the problem with that? I mean, you could unlock like a tofu block in Resident Evil 2. You should be able to play as a fucking samurai. I agree. You know, I uh, was not even aware of the tofu block, but yeah, that <laughs> you know, that just makes my point for me. <laughs> Anywho, awesome game, Jesse. Awesome pick. Uh, anything else awesome on music uh, too? Oh yeah, excellent music. Um, anything else on Onimusha 2 before we uh, take it to the calculating computer? That's it. Fuck yeah, man. Johnny, let's have it. Calculating computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobics out? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. Wow. Whoa. I'm impressed. Yeah. You know. I, uh, I'm very happy for you, John. It's been far too long since you've won a game. Oh, man, I don't think your mom's been watching this episode. Yeah, you know, how's she ever going to be proud of you? What a bummer. Um, <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> you know, she'll catch the replay. She'll catch the podcast version. Uh, GameThatTune.com or in your iTunes. Um, so, oh, Johnny, uh, I'm so proud you finally won. Oh, yeah. Wait, Wait, I thought Jeff's mom wasn't here, and now I hear her on the show? What? Exactly. (laughs) What am I hearing here? Is that that Felicia Regan making a final appearance on the show? Um, Whoa, final appearance? What does that mean? (laughs) It means retire that impression. (laughs) Okay. John, what are you planning to do to my mom, man? (laughs) Please don't murder my mom. Ah, Come on, I love your mother. It's yeah. so good that you're on the show. Never come back. Yeah. Episode <laughs> title, Never Murder My Mom. <laughs> <laughs> All that is a way to say, Johnny, what's the theme for next week's episode? <laughs> I don't know if we've done this theme before. Have we done um, games from the Naughty Ots from 2000 to 2009? Uh, the what? Yeah, I just threw up in my mouth. What the fuck did <laughs> what you did say? you call them? <laughs> the, 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 the Naughty Ots. What is... Uh, yeah, I was the too aughts. busy gagging. What the, what decade are you talking about? The, the 2000s, like 2000 through 2009, before 2010. Okay. No, I suppose we have not. You know, because no one's ever said what you just said. So <laughs> The naughty odds? <laughs> I didn't make that phrase up. That's the thing. Uh, sure, John. Sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. So, you know, that's the only thing we're going to keep saying next week. The theme is the Naughty Ots, and this game came out sometime <laughs> in the Naughty Ots. And that's just, ugh, 
That's in my brain now. That's one of those phrases where I'm going to be like fucking outside walking the dog now, and it's just going to be John going, Naughty Hots! <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. So thanks for saying that, John. Um, that's a great theme. <laughs> so the, the first 10 years of the 2000s on next week's episode of Game That Tune. Lock it the fuck in. Um, <laughs> great show tonight, guys. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah. You know, great theme that we chose instead of David <laughs> Wyland's theme. Uh, <laughs> yeah, great. Suck it. Great games. <laughs> yeah, I love that we yeah yeah uh, you know, did a pretty good job on the theme. So um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks to everybody that's watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday on uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Find us uh, at all those places at slash game that tune. Uh, find us in podcast form on Wednesday mornings. Uh, GameThatTune.com or in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, check us out uh, at Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for fun exclusives where we've got uh, you know fun new stuff coming every month. we got mixtapes. we got Jesse's uh, covered up where he talks about his favorite video game cover bands. we got GTT Gems looking back on video game music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. So uh, check that out. Throw us a couple of bucks. Uh, we appreciate the support. Thank you to our Patreon super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are fantastic. Um, and what else? Uh, thank you to LC Fox for tonight's request. Uh, you know, we got that request via email, gamethattune at gmail.com. But you can also find us on Twitter at gamethattune. Slide in those direct messages. Or find us individually on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at jgangsta187. Follow David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. You can follow Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. And you can find John Regan, this week's winner, uh, you know, Mr. Naughty Audi himself, on Twitter at <laughs> JP Regan JR. Yes, sir. So, John, Naughty Man, what uh what are you taking us home with? What's the bonus tune? The bonus tune this week is from kind of a console exclusive. It's an iPhone-only game called Penny Time that, I'll be honest, I've never actually played. I've only actually listened to the soundtrack, and the soundtrack is dope. Fantastic. Uh, peace out, everybody. <laughs>
Ranger X is copyright 1993 Next Entertainment. Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots is copyright 2008 Konami Digital Entertainment Company Limited. Mega Man 4 is copyright 1991 Capcom Company Limited. Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus is copyright 2002 Sony Computer in Entertainment America Incorporated. Onimusha 2 Samurai's Destiny is copyright 2002 Capcom Company Limited. That is a mega hat trick. Wait, no, that's all I wanted. Son of a bitch. It worked for what? the joke, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for fun exclusives where we've got uh, me burping in the middle of talking about this. Yeah, seriously, I'm sweating at night. Like, <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, usually, usually only happens when you have like a weird nightmare. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that nightmare again. <laughs> that, that beetles in your eye that will come out nightmare that I had recently. Yeah, John, what the hell? <laughs> I thought you were talking about the nightmare where, like, you go to present in front of your high school class and your dick falls off. Um, I've never had that one. Yeah. I've had school what? ones. I've had, like, naked ones, but I've never had that specific one. Sure that's a nightmare, David? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dick didn't actually fall off. I'm just saying, you didn't wake up feeling like, you know, that's that's what I like. That's good. That's, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. The all-American dream. Yeah. <laughs>